Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Prolific Fire. Prolific Fire on a Saturday night. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing to you. And as always, I am your humble host, Prophetess Stacy. Let's get right into the word for tonight. The foundational text comes from John chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. There's John Chapter 5, verses 1 through 7, from the NIV. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there there is in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, a pool, which in Aramaic is called, is surrounded by five five colored colonnades. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him laying there and learned that he had been in that condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am still trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. That's John, verse 5, John chapter 5, rather. John chapter 5, verses 1 through 7 from the NIV. Have you ever asked yourself, why is God keeping me alive? Have you ever asked yourself, why is God keeping me alive? What's the point? I've asked myself that question. This year and last year especially, I've asked myself that question. Why is God keeping me alive? What's the point when every day is a struggle, another fight to be had? Think about it. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. God had kept this man alive for 38 years. Yes, he had a disability. Yes, he had been through some hard times. Some difficult days, just like you and me. But yet God had kept this man alive. Now, I'm sure over the years, some of the disabled people he knew from being at the pool had died. Many died unhealed. But yet, God allowed this invalid man to still be alive after 38 years. Sounds like a destiny moment to me. I don't know about you, but to me, that sounds like a destiny moment. Here, God was setting this invalid man up in tonight's foundational text. He was setting him up for a destiny moment. You see, a destiny moment is a moment that would change his life for the better and change his life forever. A destiny moment is a moment 
that would change his life and would change his life for the better, forever. A destiny moment for you is a moment that would change your life for the better and change your life forever. And what really bothers me about tonight's foundational text is that when Jesus finally asked him the million-dollar question, which is, he asked him, do you want to get well? That was the million-dollar question. Do you want to get well? John 5, verse 6, NIV. Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. John 5, verse 7. Now, what really really bothers me about his response was he didn't answer the question. Excuse me, sir, that is not what Jesus asked you. He asked you one simple question, do you want to get well? And instead of saying yes or no, here you come with excuses. But isn't that just like us? to complain about what others aren't doing for us, to complain about the support we're not getting from people. Isn't that just like us? So instead of answering the question, yes or no, here we come with all these excuses. Jesus already knew all of that. He didn't want to hear that. He wanted a yes or do you want to get well? But instead he come with all the excuses, complaining about what others aren't doing for him complaining about who is not supporting him, who is not helping him to get into the water. Just like us, we complain about what others are not doing for us. We complain about the support we are not getting from people. But to God, it doesn't matter. But to God, hear me good. But to God, it doesn't matter who's not doing what. He just wants a yes, Lord, out of you. Somebody tuning in tonight, he just wants a yes, Lord, out of you. It doesn't matter who's not doing what. All he wants is a yes, Lord, out of you. Do you want to get well? Yes, Lord. Do you want to send your kids to private school? Yes, Lord. Do you want to move into a bigger house, into a a better neighborhood? Yes, Lord. Get a better paying job? Yes, Lord. Whatever the question is that the Holy Spirit is asking you in this season, the answer is, Yes, Lord. He don't want to hear your excuses. He don't want to hear you complaining. When he asks you the question, all he wants to hear is, yes, Lord. Beloved, what God desires to do for you in this season, it will not be done by human influence. What God desires to do for you in this season It will not be done by human influence, but by the Holy Spirit of God. The scripture says, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Zechariah 4 and 6, NIV. God has brought you to this moment. Hear me. God has brought you to this moment. Let you live to see this destiny moment so that he can do all that you desire of him. So that he can do all that you desire of him. By the way, tonight's message is entitled Destiny Moments. Like the invalid man in tonight's foundational text, you have tried to make things happen by yourself, for yourself. 
You have tried to make things happen by yourself, for yourself. But this is your destiny moment, which means it's finally God's turn to do what you can't. Hear me, it's it's finally God's turn to do what you can't. But first he needs a yes, Lord. Not complaining, not excuses. He needs a yes, Lord. You see, yes, Lord is the key. Yes, Lord, is the key that gives God permission to perform a miracle in your life. Yes, Lord, is the key that gives God permission to perform a miracle in your life. Gives him permission to heal in your life. Yes, Lord, is the same as when Jesus said, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Yes, Lord, is the same as saying, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Somebody God can. You know what? God can, but he won't. He won't override your will. So you got to give it to him. You got to say, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Yes, Lord. Therefore, if you want to stay as you are, because some people do, for what reason? I don't understand. But if you're one of those kind of people and you want to stay as you are, guess what? God will leave you there. The same as you have always been, unhealed and struggling. He will leave you right there. And no, he's not being a cold, insensitive God, but he's giving you what you wanted. If you want to stay there like that, then he will leave you right there in that situation. The same as you've always been, unhealed and struggling to make sense of it all. I know that hit somebody, but it's true. That's why it was so important. That's why it was so important for the invalid man in tonight's foundational text to say something, to say something, not just complain, not just make excuses, but say something. Don't be that person that likes attention so much that you would choose to stay in your current situation. Don't be that person that likes attention so much that you would choose to stay in your current situation just to keep getting attention. Unfortunately, the man in tonight's foundational text never gave a clear-cut yes or no. He never gave, if you read the text carefully, he never gave a clear-cut yes or no answer. He was focusing on complaining, focusing on the excuses that he had. But Jesus could tell, this is where Jesus showed him grace. Jesus could tell for what he did say that he indeed, that he indeed did want to get well. Jesus could tell about what he did say that he did want to get well. So in the midst of all his complaining, this is what happened. He did say this. He didn't say yes or no, but he did say this. And it's taken from verse 7 of John 5, NIV. He said, Sir, while I am trying, don't miss that part, trying, Sir, Why I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me, which was enough to let Jesus know he was indeed trying. That was enough to let Jesus know that he was indeed trying and that he really did want to get well, even though he couldn't verbalize his desires. And some people are like that. For whatever reason, they can't verbalize their desires. Some people, when they're praying to God, they have trouble praying. They know what they want, but they have trouble verbalizing it. And in this text, he had trouble verbalizing yes or no. He just was focused on excuses, 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 complaining, complaining, complaining. 
when the only answer that was needed was, yes, Lord. Instead, he complained as a result of him being disappointed year after year. And when you think about it, he complained as a result of him being disappointed year after year. That invalid man was disappointed year after year, disappointed that year after year he was still in the same condition. And I know I'm talking to somebody tonight. You're disappointed because you're in the same condition year after year, the same situation year after year. He was disappointed that year after year he was made to watch others get what he wanted. He was made to watch as others got what he wanted. He was disappointed year after year because he was still unhealed. Somebody be honest. We on prolific fire. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. You know we deal with real issues on prolific fire. So just be honest. Be honest with yourself. You're complaining because you're disappointed. You're complaining because you're disappointed, which means you still have too much trust in man. If you're complaining and disappointed, that means that you still have too much trust in man. Man will never do for you what God can. Hear me. Man will never do for you what God can. The invalid man in tonight's foundation of text was trusting, believing year after year that somebody, some man or woman would see him trying to get in the pool and take pity on him. But that never happened. And he got disappointed behind it. He got discouraged behind it. But, you know, to be honest, sometimes we set ourselves up to be discouraged. We set ourselves up to be disappointed. Trusting in man. Trusting in man. God never told you to trust in man. He never said that. But we take it up on ourselves to put trust in them. Put your trust in God because, as I said, man will never do for you what God can. He was trusting, believing that somebody, some man, some woman would take would see him trying to get in the pool and take pity on him, but that never happened. Verse 4 from the New King James Version says, For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in, stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well or whatever disease he had. This John 5, verse 4, New King James Version. So it was every man, every woman for his or herself when it came to getting in that pool, when it came to getting healed. Everybody was literally trying to be first. Nobody had time to look out for him because they were trying to look out for themselves. Everybody was trying to be first to get in that water and get healed. Can you be a, Can you imagine being forced into competition with people you know are not better than you? Can you imagine being forced into competition with people you know are not better than you? People you know are struggling just like you with the same set of issues as you. The invalid man in tonight's foundational text was forced for years, I mean years on top of years on top of years, he was forced to be in competition with other disabled people there at the pool. And still year after year, one of them is getting in the pool ahead of him, which means he was losing, he was defeated, he was disappointed and discouraged. 
Because, as I said, that means that year, that year, they got healed and he didn't. And the cycle just kept repeating itself. But still, God kept him alive to see another year and another year and another year and another year. And it just went on and on and on. Despite the disappointment, the feeling of discouragement, bouts of depression, and thoughts of suicide that would come, God kept him alive. God kept him alive. Hear me. God kept him alive. And God has kept you alive through it all. I don't know exactly what you're going through, but God has kept you alive through it all for such a time. Is this what I came to believe it fire tonight on a special night? I came on a Saturday night just to tell you that God has kept you alive through it all for such a time as this. You have now entered into a season where the last shall be first. You have now entered into a season where the last shall be first. Matthew 20, verse 16, King James Version. God is putting you first ahead of that person that that appears to be ready. God is putting you first ahead of that person that appears to be ready. This is your destiny moment. Remember I told you tonight's message is entitled Destiny Moment. Well, this is your destiny moment. And you are the only one. God says, tell you, and you are the only one who can mess it up in this season. Take this season away from you. You're the only one can do that. Therefore, whatever, and I mean whatever, whatever the Holy Spirit asks you, whether the Holy Spirit says, whatever the Holy Spirit says to you in this season, because he knows what's best for you, your answer should be, yes, Lord. Don't answer him by complaining about what you don't have. Don't answer him by complaining about what people aren't doing to help you. Stop making all those excuses. No, 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 no. Your answer is, yes, Lord. That's all that's needed. Yes, Lord. Lately, the Holy Spirit has been talking to me about rebuilding my family. Lately, the Holy Spirit has been talking to me personally about rebuilding my family. Now, I could have answered back, answered back. Now, I could have answered the Holy Spirit back and said, but I was my mother's only child. But I was my mother's only child. How are you, how are you going to do that? I could have answered back. I, I was her only child. So how are you going to rebuild my family? Instead, I didn't question how. I didn't complain. But my answer was and still is, yes, Lord. This is your destiny moment. Yes, Lord. Just imagine if Jesus hadn't been paying attention to that invalid man, because, you know, a lot of times we don't think Jesus is paying us attention. We don't think God is paying us no attention. But tonight's message is proof that he is. Just imagine if Jesus hadn't been paying that invalid man any attention. People just like him would have continued to get in the pool ahead of him. But because it was his destiny moment, Jesus stepped in. Jesus stepped in because it was his destiny moment. And Jesus is ready to step into your situation as well because it is your destiny moment. But first he needs a yes, Lord, minus the complaining, minus the excuses. He don't need all that. Yes, Lord. Whatever he asks you, whatever he say to you, your response is yes, Lord, whether you may not understand how he going to do it, how he going to work it out. Yes, Lord. You think I fully understand how he going to rebuild my family? I don't understand that. I was the only child. 
But my answer is yes, Lord. Father God, help those under the sound of my voice whom you have chosen to be open and accepting accepting of this season. And whatever Holy Spirit wants to do in this season of their lives, let their answer be yes, Lord. Let their answer be yes, Lord. Let every excuse that they could ever have, let them put that excuse out of their head, all that complaining that they want to do. Help them to suppress all of that and, and, and let what comes out of their mouth be a yes, Lord, in this season. Because whether they know it or not, they have been handpicked. You have been handpicked, marked for this season. Therefore, be open open and accepting of this season. Because everybody ain't on the phone line tonight. Because everybody ain't tuned in. Everybody's not listening to the replay. Everybody is not on Blog Talk Radio, nor do they plan to come back and listen to the replay. And everybody's not on the podcast. But God singled you out, let you remember to call in, let you remember to log on, and let you remember to go back and listen to it on Twitter or Facebook or on the podcast because you've been marked, you've been chosen for this season. He wants you to be open and accepting to whatever the Holy Spirit says. And your answer is yes, Lord. Father God, save the unsaved. Heal the brokenhearted. Bring joy where someone is weeping. Peace to confusion. Bring salvation. Bring salvation to unsaved loved ones. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, Lord. Somebody say it with me right there in your home. Whether you're at work, Tony, or whatever. Say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Just give it to him. Yes, Lord. If you have a prayer request because the phone lines are prolified no longer, get open because the Holy Spirit wants me to be sensitive to whatever your prayer needs are and not spread it all across the air. So if you have a specific prayer need and you don't know my phone numbers directly, Another way that you can reach out to me, you can go to to prolificfire.com, prolificfire.com, and send in your prayer request right there on the website. It will come directly to me, and I will get back to you as soon as possible via email. And if you feel led to sow tonight, you can use the cash app. It's a dollar symbol. And the ministry's, ministry's name, Prolific Fire. The P in Prolific is kept, the F in Fire is kept, the written all together. Or you can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Prolific Fire. Or you can donate right there on the on the website as well with a credit card if you desire to. Or if you desire to. If not, that's fine. Just receive the word of God and be blessed tonight, next week, next month. Give the Lord a yes, Lord, because that's the most important thing. Join my sister in ministry, Pop This Page, for Faith on the Line for a time of prayer and encouragement this Friday, this coming up Friday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, by calling the same number that many of you call tonight, 347-426-3782. If that was too fast for you, don't worry. The fly is going to be up all over my social media. So check it out. Be sure to join her then. I will be on as well. So join us for Faith on the Line as she leads us in prayer and gives us some good encouragement. Then join Prophetess Pate again on Monday. That's right. Prolific Fire, you will be on Monday. 
Prophet Tate is going to bring us a word from the Lord, however the Holy Spirit leads her. Monday, 19, Eastern, 9, Central, 7, Pacific, same number. Or you can log on by going to blogtalkradio.com slash prolificfire. And with all of that, keep all of that in mind. Go back and listen to the message if you need to. That's what I love about being an online ministry. Things remain online, and you can go back and listen to it. So if you need to go back and listen to it how many times you need to listen to get that yes, Lord, stirred up in your spirit, then I want you to do that. I encourage you to do that. Get that yes, Lord, stirred up in your spirit. Give Jesus a yes, Lord. And with that, everybody have an awesome night in the Lord. Good night. I'm out.